Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. New episodes every Every Thursday available on all platforms so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel are following me on IG I don't necessarily I think you can subscribe on Apple Music and Spotify as well so do all of that so you don't miss an episode but thank you so much for tuning in yet again and thank you to everyone who's been sharing on their stories I was doing shout outs huh Damn, I just remembered that as soon as I started recording thank you so much to Amanda she is such an OG Amanda Shout out to you. She's in the Discord. She's always supporting me and has for so many years. So shout out to Amanda for reposting. I think it was last week's podcast. Um, But yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, screenshot it, take an aesthetic pic of your surroundings, post it with that, tag me. I would love to see and I would love to repost and it really helps the podcast to share. Um, Yeah, I really honestly just like real talk for a sec because (laughs) I feel like a lot of us are just like kind of friends. But real talk, it's like you have any feedback for me on how I could make this podcast better, please let me know because it's something that I really enjoy and I'm just, it's like, I've been wanting to take it to the next level, but I just don't really know like how or like what exactly I need to do. We have come a long way from like a couple years ago when I used to not even really do the videos consistently. Um, and even before that, you know, I wasn't even necessarily posting consistently. Um, and you know what's so funny? And I think I might have told you guys this, but you know how I do like the short videos now and I'll like post it on my IG and all of that. I started doing that because my friend, Bougie Billy, didn't, he was like, I didn't even know you had a podcast. And I was like, babe, I post it on my story like every week. And he was like, I just, I don't know. I just clicked through it. Like, and it was honestly really, I don't know if he meant it to be very valuable feedback, but it was very valuable feedback. Cause I was like, damn, like, I don't know. I think it's just that whole thing of like, low-key being like embarrassed or just like ew and I've talked about it before and I know a lot of you relate if you have ever wanted to kind of start like taking social media seriously as a career or start a a business um and just that feeling of like okay my Instagram is like a lot of people I know in real life and like I don't know guys that I have talked to or like I don't know so it just feels kind of embarrassing to like well, this is my brand now. And it's like, oh, I don't really feel like I'm at the level to be taking it that serious. But it's like, you have to start. Otherwise, you're never going to get there. You better get your ass up and work. <laughs> um, But yeah, so I just, ever since then, like I started just trying to promote it more and like post about it more and just kind of like let go of those feelings of just like, ew, like almost like imposter syndrome or yeah, just kind of like an embarrassment of like, ew, like, feels kind of rinky-dink sometimes because I'm just like doing this myself but it's like that's why I just that's why I just appreciate you guys like um providing me with feedback and like reposting it and all of that because it's like okay it's kind of like just that reassurance which not that I need to rely on external validation but sometimes I do okay anyway shout out to y'all um also I'm a little cute today because I am going somewhere after this, so so excited. But we have a lot of really good topics today, so I'm really excited to dive on in. 
before we get started beverage check also y'all like it's been really hot these past few days like almost 100 degrees every day just a little heat wave and i swear this morning they turned the ac on in the gym for the first time like i noticed it and i was like oh this feels really good but right after that my nose got like my nose has been like running ever since and now my voice is kind of fucked like why so annoying it's like can we just not um anyway so if you hear my voice kind of sound like it's not super bad but i just definitely noticed it after that beverage check today i got a venti decaf americano and i did end up adding a shot of real espresso after i got halfway done with it just because i had a lot to do today and i still wanted to be able to see my friend at the end of the workday we're going to a quaint little happy hour and i just feel so like chic doing it like something about like working all day and then going to like meet your friend for a drink at like a quaint like chic bar is just so sex in the city like i just feel like such a grown woman doing that so with that also being said i'm trying to like really get all my stuff done um so I, it just feels like okay now i can fully relax at the end of the day or like you know the end of the work day so we have a coffee even though it's mostly decaf and we have my water and that's kind of it but comment your beverages down below also i haven't honestly been really having that much coffee just because it's been hot out so i've been wanting more like a matcha or just like i don't know water to be honest um should we just dive right in i think so let's just start with our main topic so a couple weeks ago i asked you guys to just submit some like topics or questions that you had that you wanted me to discuss on the podcast and thank you so much to everyone that submitted there was like a lot of really good topics so if i didn't get to your topic yet it's just because there were so many so i will probably get to it at some point um because i'm gonna keep going back to that in my archive um but yeah so just so y'all know i really appreciate all the the topics and like the contributions it's literally 98 degrees outside right now anyway crypto goddess submitted and it's so funny because i was kind of already planning to talk about this topic but Crypto Goddess asked me, or just kind of, you know, brought up the topic of why are women taught that their love towards others is more meaningful? And that's all, I think that's all she wrote. So I kind of took this two ways, like, why are we taught that our love towards others is more meaningful than our love towards ourselves? And then also, why are we taught that our love towards men or romantic love why do we place that above other love like maybe self-love or love we have for friends and family um just any kind of form of love that's not romantic you know we're, we really put romantic love on a pedestal in this society and while you know there's the other extreme of like oh i don't need love like fuck love like okay um or just like that over just promotion of self-love like you you need to deny yourself like i don't think you should deny yourself romantic love or you know try to convince yourself that you don't need it or want it just out of like hurt or fear but i think you know we really do put like romantic love. like who has had a friend maybe you've even been that friend but who has had a friend they got a boyfriend and then started like completely disregarding your friendship and like blowing you off and always just being with the guy you know like i've definitely had friends like that 
or even just like if you're out with your friends and like I mean in some situations this is fine but you know when like you're planning a girls night or something and then they like like leave right away to be with their man or like oh like their d appointment called them so oh I gotta go now I mean and like sometimes that's fine and like we're on the same page and it's like fine but it's like a certain type of vibe of like that one bitch that's just always like choosing the guys over the, the her friends um so i wanted to talk about this today and it's so interesting because i found i sort of i think it was on yeah it was on tiktok um this i found this before this girl even submitted this topic so this tiktok is from guac and pico and she, it was just a little green screen of i th- yeah of a reddit post and someone said When you're happy single, you have a baseline of happiness. You'll only accept a partner who makes you even happier. If society can can convince you that being single is miserable, your baseline is much lower, and so you're more likely to accept someone whose behavior doesn't meet your basic standards. So a misogynistic society has an incentive to convince women that being single is bad so that men can behave like garbage and still be in a relationship. And that's just kind of like the basis of our society, you know, like even just looking at like, even just looking at majority of women versus majority of men, you know, like we are expected to do so much and just be so like put together, like even look at a lot of celebrities, you know, and that's not to say that like they're, that's not to say that there's not pressure on men to look a certain way or whatever, but it's definitely a lot more on women and like just look at just look at the general public but like especially celebrities like on the red carpet and stuff like i don't know it's just so often like women are just have to we have to do so much to just be considered acceptable and then men can just like like i'm imagining the prime minister of england but you know how his hair is always like fucked up and like they just literally look like they rolled out of bed Like, don't get me wrong. There are some fine-ass men in this world. Like, oh, my God. And especially a man who just, like, really takes care of himself and, like, ooh. Um, (laughs) Majority are not like that. Um, And they just get out of bed and go. And it's like, bro, just the, the difference in expectation and the standards are just, it's so vastly different. So um, with that being said, it's like, you know, we will, if we like just roll out of bed, for the most part, it's like, to some degree, it's kind of like, oh, like, are you, like, are you letting yourself go? Or like, oh, you look tired today? Or like, I don't know, it would just be so like, socially unacceptable, I feel like. And I mean, it's one thing to just go to the grocery store or like, go do errands, whatever. But like, like, imagine you had to go to work. And you're just like rolling out of bed, like going like, it'd be like, oh my god, like, what happened? Are you Okay. Um, and there would be that kind of like shame attached to it or like, oh, like this is unacceptable. Like, why do you look like this? So it's like in a society that kind of makes us feel like that when we're not socially acceptable or like even further than that, like just body standards and like just overall standards of beauty, like, oh, well you could look more like this or you look better if you did this. Um, so then, therefore, we feel insecure, so we're more likely to buy products, we're more likely to accept attention and quote-unquote love from men that, you know, are way beneath us, just 
because we're like, oh, well, at least I'm getting this. You know, if all, if society's telling me I am undeserving and I'm ugly and I'm just like unworthy and I could be so much better and I'm just not living up to everyone's expectations. And it's like, well, at least I guess I should be grateful for this random, disgusting man giving me attention. Like, you know, um, and like, I remember being younger, <laughs> this random, disgusting. I remember being younger and just thinking like, why... Because, you know, my mom is very feminist and raised my sister and I to be like that. Um, And I just remember thinking, like, why doesn't everyone just want, like, men and women to have equal rights? Like, what would men even lose from that? But now it's like you kind of realize, like, oh, like, (laughs) they would lose control. They would lose a lot of power. They would be able to get away with a lot less. Um, And it's just all these, like like the first thing that comes to mind is just like all these cases of like really high profile celebrity men like being exposed they just get away with it because they're men they're famous oh well put the art before the artist or like separate like eh. and it's just all swept under the rug because that's just like what our society is based off of like our society was founded by other gross disgusting men like so it's like no wonder that's just kind of brushed away you're like Oh my god, if you expose this man, you're going to ruin his career. It's like, what careers have been ruined? Generally. Anyway, that's like a whole different discussion. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, like, when we feel down and insecure, we're likely to lower our standards. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, so as far as why are we taught that romantic love towards like romantic love is more important um it's just like kind of that same thing you know of oh my god like if i'm getting attention like placing attention from men over everything and it's just so like internalized like i know you guys have heard of the male gaze um gaze like (laughs) g-a-z-e um and just how ingrained that is in us and even like i'm sure a lot of us are so aware of it, but you still like catch yourself or like, I always really notice it in my gym. Like I just go to my apartment gym a lot or that's, that's where I go. Um, because it's convenient and because I am just around a lot less men. And I, a lot of the times it's like just me in there or it's just like a couple of like, I love when it's like a couple other women or just like another woman. And it's just like chill vibes. Like I'm just, everyone's minding their own business. But as soon as a man comes in, even if he's like not being weird, creepy, at all like just minding his own business it's still just like kind of a different vibe like i kind of like find myself so like like it was so embarrassing but i just kind of find myself like oh like let me sure i'm standing right and it's like it could be like a random like i they're not cute i'm not attracted to them but it's just like because you're a man and you walked in here i'm just like no gaze <laughs> you know and it's like ew like why am i doing this like i just get a lot more self-conscious it's so fucked like <laughs> and it's like that's like I'm someone who's aware of it and it still affects me so it just goes to show like how deeply ingrained it is in us um but yeah I think just because of like 
I think one reason is because of patriarchy and because like it is this is like a man's world like this that's just like how it was it's designed and like misogyny and like oh women or men are greater than women um it's like oh my god like i'm gonna just place male attention before anything and everything so like therefore romantic love is like more important than the love i'm getting from my friends or my family or you know my girlfriends like whatever um, and yeah, I think this, this Reddit post like really honestly summed it up because if I have high standards and I'm not letting dudes like take advantage of me or get away with shit or like I'm leaving at the red flags, um, it's like, oh, well, what use am I to them? You know, like if, oh, well, she has standards, like she's not just going to let me like do whatever I want or let me like, I don't know, be a, a fucking asshole. Like what, what? Like imagine if every woman like did that and I'm not saying it's like someone's fault for like I don't know not leaving at a red flag or whatever like this shit is so like ingrained in us and it's just like it can be really hard to just like like leave a situation um but like imagine if everyone was just like no fuck off like what would these little assholes do <laughs> you know like they'd be like oh my god like who's gonna like let me hit now or like who's gonna like I need a wife to step in as my mom and make my bed for me and cook for me and clean for me. I don't know how, like, <laughs> this is turning into kind of like a little bit more of a rant. Um, but you know, it's like, it's about power and control and for like, so thirsty for like a romantic relationship with a man, we're willing to put up with a lot more bullshit than if like we weren't placing that above every, everything else. And again, that's not to say that like, Oh, like, if you want romantic love, like, oh, my God, you're just, like, falling for a scam. Like, no, like, but it's, like, when you're placing it above everything else and, like, prioritizing it above other forms of love, then I think it's, like, time for probably, like, a little bit of self-reflection. Not to say that there's, like, something wrong with you because, again, it's, like, not your fault. It's, like, our society. But, yeah. Um... (laughs) Yeah, this, why did this post, like, just sum it up so perfectly? So I would love to hear your thoughts on this subject. Um, do you find yourself often placing romantic love above other forms of love? Are you single? If so, do, do you just, like, really crave a relationship? Um, I definitely feel like I'm at a point where I'm, like, single, but the type of single where, like, I just, I don't know, I'm just not even really interested Like, someone would just have to very much stick out to me and just be very different to get my attention because I just have, like, so much other shit that I want to, like, do and work on, like, in myself that I just, I don't have the time to, like, the, like, emotional time, the mental capacity to, like, go on a date, like, with a random, like, I just, I can't do it currently, so. Um, Let me know, like, your current vibe. Um, And, yeah, and no judgment, like, at all like if it's really hard for you to be single like that's fine and it's like oh that's interesting like that's going to be different from someone else's answer you know so i think it's cool to just have like open-minded discussions about this kind of stuff um okay the other topic that's kind of related to this and i have also kind of talked about this before is the whole masculine versus feminine energies debate so there was this specific post it's always a fucking specific post someone reposted I don't even know where it went, bro. But someone posted something that was like, 
very much oh i think i wrote it in my notes yeah um the most submissive feminine version of your woman comes if you handle your business as a man and i've seen a lot of different variations of this post like oh like from a girl's perspective like i'm at my most i'm in my most feminine submissive energy when my man is like a man and like it's always like handles his business or is like i don't know like provides for me blah 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 um and i just the whole feminine energy thing i know i've talked about that before i don't really get those tiktoks anymore so i don't know if it's as trendy as it was like a while ago but just like oh like how to be in your feminine energy like some of it is is quaint like (laughs) some of it is good advice and I do feel like our society often prior, like prioritizes or puts more masculine energy over feminine energy. And I know um, even a lot of us, like when we were younger, you know, I'm sure some of us had a phase where like you just kind of wanted to like reject femininity and like, oh, like the Sharpay is like, ew, like I don't want to be like that. Like... <laughs> And not in like a mean girl way, but just like in a, oh, pink, glitter, like just like that very extreme, like feminine. Like I remember in fifth grade, like I was like, ew, like I'm never going to be like that. And I mean, it's one thing if that's like genuinely who you are, like, oh, I'm not really like, that's not my style or like, I don't know, that's just not really me. But then when it's kind of like that, oh, like that's looked upon as like stupid and frivolous and girly and like, oh, you're just a, a dumb blonde or like, I don't know, like that's when it's kind of a little more just like is it misogyny question mark um so i feel like with a lot of these posts it's just kind of like like so a lot of the other posts about feminine energy where was i even going like i was saying a lot of them can be kind of helpful or i guess just like what would even the word be? Not like inspiring, but just like, okay, like it's okay to be emotional. It's okay. Like, and just embracing femininity in that sense of like feeling your emotions and listening to your intuition. And I don't know, just not like being okay with not having to be like overly independent, you know? Cause I know a lot of us deal with that. I definitely have dealt with that, deal with that. And on one hand, it's amazing to be independent, especially as a woman and to have your own shit. But then when you're like overly independent and it's preventing you from asking for help when you need it and making you not really communicate how you actually feel or what your needs are, like that's when it gets to be an issue. Um, But a lot of these posts and TikToks about being in your feminine energy are not like that. Instead, they're very just... I feel misogynistic and pro-patriarchy and just kind of like repackaging the idea of like what a woman, what a traditional woman is supposed to be like, you know, and it's like, oh, quiet, submissive. I'm just going to let my man plan everything and do everything. Um, That vibe. And it's like, okay, I feel like there needs to be a balance. Um... So I feel like a lot of these posts are actually just like, let's get back to the original patriarchy. I'm just the submissive. (laughs) I just want a submissive little wife who's going to do whatever I say. And then just like, she's the emotional one. I'm the masculine man. I'm the alpha. I'm the leader of the household. 
And it's like, it's kind of just like moving in an opposite direction. But at the same time, I know a lot of people who are reposting this and retweeting these things of like, I want my man. I'm at my most feminine when my man is handling shit. Like, I get it because, you know, a lot of dudes, they don't want to plan a date. They don't want to even take you on a real date. They're just like very, I don't know, like a guy on the first date being like, pick me up. And not even like asking, like demanding, like, come pick me up. It's like, as a man, you're asking me to come pick you up? Or like, oh, like, like there's nothing like a man who can plan a date, pick a time, pick a place, and is like, okay, I'm going to come get you with that. Like, that's very much um, being a leader. And I feel like, like, I do feel very like, ooh, that's hot. <laughs> but to an extent. You know, it's not like, I don't know. So, for example, you know, if you were talking to someone, there's just, I feel like it just depends on the person and there needs to be a balance of masculine and feminine energies in both of you for it to truly be like a healthy relationship. Because if you're, if this man's overly masculine, you know, what's that going to look like? He is always going to want to take the lead always going to want to be in charge. Um, That sounds like kind of scary to me, you know, to a certain extent, like that, that kind of gets into the toxic masculinity. He's not able to express his emotions. He's kind of controlling, like that's kind of what that vibe is giving me if he's overly like that. Um, And it's like, I don't want, like, I want a partnership, you know, I don't. And I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm speaking for myself. And what I've observed, like, you could want that traditional shit, but, like, I feel like it's just, you know, when people are like, and I've said this before, but, like, when people are like, oh, like, our generation's so fucked, like, I want something like our grandparents' generation or whatever, it used to be so much better in the olden days. It's like, you mean when Mima couldn't leave Peepa, even though he was abusing her every night and (laughs) leaving all night and not showing up for dinner? Because she had to rely on him financially, like, because she couldn't get her own bag. Like, that's why they stayed together, because women didn't have really another choice. Um, So, (laughs) I mean, I definitely, I think it's attractive when a man can, you know, be a leader and take the initiative, especially in the first stages of dating. It's like, I don't, like, it just comes across as very low effort and like, ew, like, I'm not saying, oh, it's a very feminine energy of the man to be like, where do you want to go? Or like, come pick me up. But it's just like very, it's like low effort. It's like not really showing enthusiasm. And it's just not, that's not like what dating looks like to me. Um, so there needs to be a balance because if, like I was saying, if you're talking to a guy that's like, oh, like at first you're like, oh, he's so like, masculine and like planning all these dates and like telling me what time to show up but then like oh my god I feel so feminine during this but then it like that continues and then there's no space for you to like voice what you want to do ever or like oh like how about we do this like no you're the woman you're supposed to be in your submissive energy like I'm I'm planning everything (laughs) like what if it kind of turns into that or like they're not going to be open to hearing like your needs are really open to like 
not criticism, but maybe like a change in plans or like, how about we actually do this or like whatever. Like when it's too extreme, two extremes and too extreme, I don't, I just don't think that's healthy, you know? And if you go into like yin and yang, um, masculine and feminine energies, like there needs to be a balance in everyone. And our society is just very like, not like that so it's kind of hard to find um but yeah i guess i would just love to hear your thoughts on the subject and again i know like i've talked about this before and i don't necessarily have like an answer um but i think what people want and especially what women want when they repost you know that the viral meme or tweet of like I'm at my most feminine energy when my man can heads up. I think it's just like, we just want a little more effort. Like we just want someone who's going to like know what open table is and make a reservation. Like me and my friends do it all the time. Like I know you're capable of it. It's not hard. You're an adult. Um, like we just want to be actually like, it's just like show a little like effort, show a little enthusiasm when it comes to getting to know somebody and like, perfect. (laughs) You know, it wasn't a siren. I'm not even going to cut it up. Um, You know, I don't want this overly masculine, aggressive, like macho man. Like, I don't really think that's my type, but I do like someone who I feel likes me (laughs) or like who actually wants to take time and getting to know me. Um, If there was like, I just know for myself, like if there's a friend I'm interested, like, oh my God, I really like your vibe. Like, I want to, I want this person, I want us to get closer. Like I want to become a closer friend with you. You know, I'm going to make the effort to be like, Hey, like, what are you doing this weekend? Like, let's go do this at this place. Like it's, it's like pretty easy. I don't really feel like that's me being in my masculine energy. I just feel like that's like showing effort and showing like, Oh, like I'm interested in you as a friend, or I'm interested in like bringing this relationship closer. Um, so I think that's kind of like bottom line, the vibe. And I think we can practice that, like not necessarily practice being in our feminine energy, but practice voicing our needs and dating the way that we want to date by being firm in those boundaries. And if there's like, there could be the most cute, perfect guy. Oh my God, when we met, we just had so much of a vibe together. But then if he's texting you like, oh yeah, let's link sometime. And you're like, oh, like, what did you have in mind? Oh, I don't know. We could just chill. You could come over. Like, let's not accept that, you know? Like, let's say, like, no, if you want to go to dinner or something, I'm down. But otherwise, like, I'm not really looking for that. You know, like, let's... It's like, you got to say no until the right person shows up. Like, don't, like, think... Because that's the thing. Like, dudes will really... Especially in those early stages of, like, talking, getting to know someone... Um dudes will really show you like how I guess they feel and you just you have to look at the actions and not you know what they're necessarily saying in the sense of like someone could be like oh yeah I fuck with you come over (laughs) it's like well he says he fucks with me but then he's not taking me on a date it's like he's not taking you on a date period like not even if he wanted to he would but like It's just like, would someone that actually cares in like investing in this relationship and getting to know you and like treating you with respect and not just like, oh, like, yeah, I'm inviting this bitch over, you know, would they do that? 
if they really like we're gonna take this serious like no so don't accept less than like what you want and sometimes it can be very boring and just like oh my god like i have no options like all these dudes are so fucked um but that's better than like lowering your standards just because like oh my god i don't want to be bored or lonely or like whatever and that's when we can start to prioritize other forms of love in our life again that's not to deny ourselves romantic relationships but you can't expect romance or that like special kind of bond or relationship from a guy that's like not even willing to put in the effort to take you on a proper date you know and like it's not even about like money but it's just like show a little effort bro like again i do it with my friends all the time like i'm sure you do as well like it's very easy to be like hey like let's go here at this time on this day like it's so easy so if he's not doing that I think it's just, I don't know, it's kind of less about like, oh, I want to be in my feminine energy. It's just like, I want just like the same effort back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you've dealt with any of that kind of bullshit. But it's just so interesting to like just see the patterns over and over. And like with you guys messaging me, wanting advice, and then like what my friends go through, what I've gone through, it's just like I know a lot of us have dealt with the same kind of shit. So when we can like put a name to it, kind of identify the behavior, especially early on, we can say no. Sorry, I don't want to link with you. Like, what do I look like? Like, I'm I'm not like 16. Like, I'm not like, yeah, let's link. Like, we are full adults with open table on our phones. Like, it's not difficult. And oh my God. a bit of a rant but you know what i hate and let me know if you've ever experienced this but when a guy makes it seem like going out taking you out just going to eat or something going on a date is like the hardest thing in the world like oh my god like (laughs) but then he's like always going out to eat with his bros or like always going to the bar with his bros like just like date your bros then bro but it's just like okay well you know he's obviously not at a point where he's ready to get to know someone seriously or whatever so on to the next period like that's the thing too and i might have said this i know i said this before it might have even been in the last episode but when you are able to just like identify behavior and not take it personally like oh they don't like me so something must be wrong with me i mean there's no harm in like doing a little self-reflection like you know but when you're like, okay, well, it's not because they don't like me or I am unlovable or undateable or something. It's just because they're, it doesn't seem like they're ready for that or they're the type of person that communicates this way. I don't want to entertain someone who can't communicate or who communicates in a confusing way or whatever. So therefore, like, good riddance. And then it's just easier to move on because you're not like, oh my God, like, what's wrong with me? Like, you don't get, like, all insecure like that, you know? Which is fine if you experience that. It's not bad to feel however you feel. But when it's unnecessary, babe, I'm just letting you know you don't need to feel that way in that situation. Just, like, just letting you know. So let me know. 
ever gone through anything like that what your thoughts are on the whole masculine feminine energy thing um and yeah period um so the last topic i wanted to discuss today is tourist season it's tourist season i believe the 19th 19th 20th um so early next week aries season has been like i don't want to say a lot but i feel like i've just very much felt the energy because you know aries is a fire sign and i feel like at a lot of points over this past month at times i felt very like impatient or just like not angry but kind of like almost like (laughs) just like annoyed and annoyed is actually a form of anger did you know like there oh my god there's this i forget what it's called but it's like this wheel of emotions and it's like the primary emotions in the middle like anger sadness happiness i think there's another one i forget but then it goes out into like all the sub emotions that are actually under that so if you're like it's a great way to identify your emotions you know if you're trying to get more in tune with them because if you're like well i'm not mad i'm just annoyed it's like well annoyed is actually a form of being angry or mad anyway great stuff (laughs) Um, so anyway, I'm a little excited for Taurus season. I feel like Aries season is like a fire sign season, but it's just not that same kind of fun vibe as like Leo season or Sag season. Like it's kind of like, I just found myself kind of being a like impatient energy. Like I'm like, ugh. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. I've reached my monthly article limit on the cut, so I can't read this article. Yeah. Why do they do that, bro? That's so fucked. Do I just need to subscribe to the New York Times? Um, Taurus season. Okay. So, this is from InStyle.com. It's a time to slow down, embrace mindfulness, and do our best to take in simple, joyful moments with loved ones. This urge to take it easy goes hand in hand with the energy of Taurus, as it's an earth sign associated with reveling in life's simple pleasures and gravitating to all things aesthetically appealing, comfortable, and sensual. Many of these themes stem from the influence of Taurus's ruler, Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and money. Um, So... It's kind of like the more sensual, laid-back, grounded version of Libra season, just because they're both ruled by Venus. Um, so think about your Taurus friends. You know, the, the classic stereotype is like, oh, they love to eat. But, you know, I feel like a lot of the Tauruses I know often have good IG stories because they're very aesthetic. Um, but it's more that, like, wine and dine, like, chill. Like, I'm just imagining, like... Being naked in a bed, somebody's feeding me grapes. (laughs) And I just took like a bath and I'm drinking champagne. Like that's kind of what Taurus season is giving. And I have like a lot of plants around me. (laughs) More Whereas Libra season is more like I'm out socializing, enjoying the beauty of a chic place. Whereas Taurus season, I'm at home being sensual. (laughs) It's kind of like how I think of it. Um... Also, I am a Taurus rising, so. Typical sun and Taurus traits include being hard-headed, down-to-earth, tenacious, reliable, loyal, and sensual. All of these characteristics mirror themes covered by the second house of self-worth and income, which Taurus rules. The second house involves material possessions, how you handle and feel about money-making, the traits you value in yourself and others, as well as how you experience your immediate environment and five senses. 
the pleasure seeker. Tourists tend to appreciate or throw themselves into everything artistic and romantic. Think mood lighting, warm, cozy blankets, and all of the candles and essential oils. Given that few signs appreciate... Fuck. Appreciate luxurious scents and textures like a Taurus. A fabric like... Ca- Wait, I didn't even have to read that. A fabric like cashmere was made for them. Okay, perfect. Um... The name of the game for the bowl is taking their sweet time. When it comes to getting angry, they're known for their long fuse. It's also a fixed sign. So imagine me like, I'm a Taurus rising, but just imagine me like having my routine every day and I hate to break my routine. It's like very Taurus of me. <laughs> um, Taurus's sexual style? Okay. <laughs> Wait. Taurus rising? How I present... Okay, I'm just going to read this. I will link this article down below if you have Taurus anywhere in your chart from, you know, your sun to Venus, Mars, rising. I'm just going to read mine because I really want to read it. Your ascendant or rising sign influences how you present yourself to the world. As a Taurus rising, you come across as unflinching in your values, down-to-earth, loyal, and easygoing. But it can also be tough for you to shift gears, preferring to stick with what you know. Be that a place you've always lived, a long-term relationship who you identify with, or a professional path you've been on since you were a kid. Literally me. Like, all of those things. I mean, I guess, except the long-term relationship, but, like, all those things are me. So let me know if you have Taurus in your chart, or if you are a Taurus, or if you've ever dated a Taurus, or et cetera, Taurus. <laughs> um, but it's just a good season to kind of, like, after the fiery, extra-as-fuck energy of um, Aries season, it's just a good time to kind of, like, recoup, enjoy ourselves, eat some good food, be honestly sensual, and honestly, practice a lot of, like, grounding things just in terms of, like, experiencing our senses and especially being in nature. So that could look like, you know, going on a hike, taking a bath or swimming or just being in water, um, getting a new blanket that's, like, really, like, feels good or getting new sheets or getting some new candles for your home so you can smell them. Um, Anything that's just like very much like senses oriented. It's like a good time for all of that. And I feel like also because a lot of us are like in the vibe right now of like getting our summer wardrobe and kind of sprucing up our homes, like doing some spring cleaning. It's just a good time to like switch things up like that. Um, I have tried to be these past few weeks, at least I've been in the habit of getting flowers every week, like fresh flowers. And I feel like that could be a very like, Taurus season thing to do or like maybe buying a new house plant um but yeah also next no yeah on Saturday the 16th it's a full moon in Libra um so this I will link the article down below but this is a full pink moon isn't that so chic um this rosy full moon is sent is set to catalyze harmonious new beginnings in our lives and help us clear away any imbalances that are disrupting our personal flow um yeah so the moon is in libra this full moon is special because it's the first full moon of the astrological year and it is the last big lunar moment before eclipse season comes to shake up our destiny it's a great time for focusing on balance so the pink moon is a traditional nickname given to full moons that fall in april according to the farmer's almanac um the blushy vibe comes from the widespread bloom of the North American wildflower called pink moss phlox that occurs during this period in the year. 
Um, this aligns beautifully with the spiritual meaning of this full moon, which encourages us to blossom when it comes to goals, social connections, and more. Um, additional historical names for this moon include the egg moon and the sprouting grass moon, both of which reference symbols of growth and renewal. It's honestly so cool to like learn, just like, you know, to learn a little bit more about astrology and to just realize like how connected it is like with the earth and how much it reflects like each season and what's going on at that time like I think it's just it's so cool like that's why I think astrology is so cool because it just like I don't know I feel like it connects me more with the earth and like with the seasons what's happening like it's like oh my god um it is a powerful time to ramp up the energy on our current goals and to leave the darkness behind to make room for fresh springtime growth New beginnings are everywhere. Um, so because it's in Libra, it will be illuminating themes related to relationships, balance, and social connection. Airy season can make us headstrong and impulsive, but this Libra full moon will inspire us to find a moment of peace, lean into our closest partnerships, and steady ourselves towards a sense of equilibrium. Libra is represented by the scale, so its energy helps us to find a harmonious synergy between the extremes. Um... So I will link that article down below. There's a lot more information in there, but I don't just want to like read the whole article to you guys. Um, but yeah, full moons are a great time to reflect on the past month. You know, how is my month going? How has this Aries season been going? How has spring been going for me so far? And even just how has the year been going so far? Um, it's also a great time. You know, we might have a lot of realizations. Um, therefore, it's good to reflect on those realizations and to just let energy go you know let things go let people go old relationships that are no longer serving us um and to ask ourselves like what do we want moving forward full moons are a little more like what am i releasing rather than like what am i manifesting but you can still like think of what you want moving forward you know um it is a potent time to tap into our visionary power and to embrace expansion. Yeah, I love this time of year. I love spring and I love just that anticipation of summer, you know. So I hope you guys are excited as I am. Um, with that being said, I think that's all I have to talk about today. But I feel like this was a great episode. Let me know what you guys thought about anything we talked about down below. Let me know how your airy season has been. If you're excited for Taurus season or if you have beef with Taurus <laughs> Don't forget to share this podcast on your Instagram story and tag me. Um, and I'm going to go enjoy my afternoon. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week.